Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 43. Anaheim Police to begin use of facial recognition, third man charged in the attempted murder of a law enforcement officer in New Jersey, and chaos at the scene of a fatal stabbing and attacker being shot and killed by officers. From Anaheim, California, the voice of OC reports, after an 18-month pilot phase, Anaheim officials are set to buy police officers a facial recognition software that compares images of people suspected of crimes against databases of booking mugshots, city staff in their report say an annual $35,000 agreement with Veritone, a Costa Mesa-based artificial intelligence company, will help accelerate investigations, solve more cases and also clear people of involvement in crimes, officials argue the specific software the city would be subscribing to, identify, can recognize a suspect in a way that can't be duplicated via traditional means. From the time Anaheim initiated its trial period with Veritone in 2017, the use of facial recognition technology in law enforcement has remained controversial up and down the state. Last year in October, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill banning law enforcement's use of facial recognition and biometric tracking technology on body-worn camera footage for three years. The ban, which was opposed by a number of law enforcement unions, took effect at the start of this year, and a new proposed state assembly bill, which would establish a legal framework for expanding the use of facial recognition technology for government agencies and private companies has been opposed by civil rights groups like the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, which argues the bill would disproportionately harm people of color, and is currently making the rounds in state legislature committees. Technology companies may promise theoretical and unproven public health benefits, but the reality is that facial recognition is already being used to harm Californians. ICE is taking advantage of state and private facial recognition systems to target immigrants, reads an ACLU coalition letter in opposition to the bill. Police have used it to target people of color, governments are using it to oppress religious minorities and discourage free expression. Three California cities, San Francisco, Oakland, and Berkeley, have banned government use of facial recognition. Staff in their report maintain the police department's application of the technology would be narrow, and staff that the comparisons of suspects' images would only be attempted against individuals whose mugshots were lawfully obtained during their booking process for a criminal offense. Additionally, staff say the personnel hours required to manually search and compare photographs, or to conduct surveillance and traditional investigative methods would far eclipse the amount of the $35,000 contract and likely not produce similar results. From Salem County, New Jersey, the Daily Voice reports, authorities on Tuesday charged a third man with the attempted murder of a law enforcement officer for shooting a New Jersey State Police detective investigating a trailer park home invasion. Kareem Kai Warner Jr., 19, of Bridgeton, was originally charged with weapons possession by authorities investigating the shooting of New Jersey State Police Detective Richard Hershey at the Hardingwoods Mobile Home Park in Pittsgrove the night before. A new complaint was filed against Warner on Tuesday. State Attorney General Garbiras, Grewell and New Jersey State Police Superintendent Patrick J. Callahan said, a superior court judge later ordered that he remain held in the Salem County Jail in Woodstown pending trial. Previously charged with the attempted murder of a law enforcement officer were Nazar Naz Hutchings, 21, and ex-contra Maine M. Haddon, 27, both of Bridgeton. They, too, 
remained held Tuesday in the Salem County Jail pending detention hearings scheduled for Wednesday. A judge ordered a fourth defendant, Colby Opperman, 18, also of Bridgeton, held pending trial on weapons charges. We are delivering on our promise to hold all perpetrators fully accountable for this cowardly ambush of a New Jersey state trooper, who was gunned down while courageously investigating a violent crime in the midst of this pandemic, Grewell said. Our police officers put their lives on the line each day to protect us, the attorney general said, and we owe it to them to bring the full weight of the law to bear on anyone who would attempt to kill them. Anyone willing to fire a gun at a law enforcement officer has no regard for law and order and no regard for human life, Callahan added. We will follow the path of this investigation to the end, and we will leave no stone unturned in our pursuit of the individuals who attempted to murder New Jersey State Trooper Detective Richard Hershey. Hershey was investigating a home invasion by a group of women from earlier that day when a hostile group of men connected to them pulled up in a caravan of five vehicles and approached him the night of April 25, Grewell and Callahan said. Hershey identified himself as a law enforcement officer, after which at least three men opened fire wounding him in the upper leg, they said, the detective shot back, forcing the defendants to flee, they said, he later underwent surgery at Cooper University Hospital in Camden and was recovering, authorities said, a member of the caravan was treated at the hospital for a gunshot wound in her leg and was released, they said, adding that she wasn't charged, eight defendants were initially identified and captured by New Jersey State Police Fugitive and Teams Units, assisted by the U.S. Marshall's Service Regional Fugitive Task Force, Hershey was investigating a home invasion involving five women accused of forcing their way into a trailer and assaulting the owner, breaking a rib and lacerating a lung, while stealing her phone, the Salem County Prosecutor's Office charged the five women for the home invasion, while Grewell's Office of Public Integrity and Accountability charged the three men in the shooting, we have zero tolerance for those who violently attack our law enforcement officers, Grewell said. Our state troopers put their lives on the line every day to keep our communities safe, and, the April 25th shooting, is an important reminder of the brave work our troopers perform, anyone attempting to murder a New Jersey state trooper, or any member of law enforcement, will find no safe haven, Callahan added, our pursuit will be relentless, unwavering and swift. From San Jose, California. The Mercury News reports say man with a knife chased then stabbed and kicked another man to death during a violent melee over the weekend, as bystanders tried to stop the attacker with their cars, before police officers arrived and eventually shot and killed him, authorities said. San Jose Police Chief Eddie Garcia said Monday that chaotic doesn't begin to describe the downtown encounter early Sunday, adding that the stabbing suspect withstood four less lethal beanbag rounds fired at him before he advanced on an officer prompting the officer and two others to open fire, the names of the stabbing victim and suspect, who both died at the scene, have not been publicly released pending their formal identification and notification of their next of kin by the Santa Clara County Medical Examiner Coroner's Office, police said there was no immediate evidence establishing a motive or any connection between the two, Garcia said officers were continually backing away from the suspect during the incident, seeking to de-escalate but that the immediacy of the stabbing and the man's refusal to drop his knife and surrender prompted the shooting, he said officers and witnesses described the man as having a thousand-yard stare as a car pushed into him and as he absorbed the impact of the stun rounds, this murderer, which is what he is and what he was, dictated the outcome of this event, 
Garcia said, these officers were called, and they answered, the officers were responding to multiple 911 calls around 8.15 a.m., Sunday reporting an active stabbing at Julian and Autumn Streets, north of the SAP Center and about a block from the Guadalupe River Trail, a witness was actually ramming the suspect with a pickup truck, Garcia said, adding that by the time officers arrived, the suspect was partially blocked from leaving by three vehicles. We should have deep gratitude to these witnesses who put their lives on the line to assist us. The officers helped clear the witnesses from the scene. The next few moments were a seesaw of officers ordering the man to drop his knife, and the use of the beanbag rounds. A couple of rounds struck him, bringing him to a knee, but did not stop him from moving toward officers. Garcia said the man had fixated on one officer and was beginning to increase his speed when three officers shot the suspect multiple times with their handguns. No officers were injured, Garcia said the stabbing suspect had a criminal history that included past instances of assault with a deadly weapon and multiple drug crimes, he added that the man was both on probation for an assault with a deadly weapon conviction, and wanted on a felony warrant for the same offense, the officers who fired their handguns had 19 years, 6 years and 8 months of service, respectively, and were placed on routine paid administrative leave. The Homicide Unit and Santa Clara County District Attorney's Office launched an investigation, which is routine after an officer involved shooting in the county. That protocol also enlists the Internal Affairs Unit, the San Jose City Attorney's Office, and the City's Office of the Independent Police Auditor to monitor the investigation. The incident marked San Jose's third officer involved shooting of the year, and its first fatal incident. It was also the city's second officer involved shooting of the weekend, after a brief police chase Friday night in East San Jose led to an officer firing at an armed suspect, who was not hit, in that incident, officers with the violent crimes enforcement team were conducting gang enforcement near San Antonio Street and King Road when they attempted to stop a vehicle with two men inside, the vehicle instead drove off, and officers later spotted the occupants on foot in the same area. Walking in opposite directions, Garcia said, they stopped, questioned and eventually released one of the men. Garcia said the two men were gang members who were in a rival neighborhood wearing their rival's colors, arousing their suspicion that they were looking to cause confusion before committing a gang attack. When officers caught up with the second man, he reportedly took off running, and at some point reached into his waistband and pulled out a handgun, Garcia said that prompted an officer to fire one round at the man, which missed, but the man was soon arrested, that suspect, 27-year-old San Jose resident Cristo Ben Martinez Lima, was booked into the Santa Clara County Main Jail on suspicion of weapons crimes including being a felon in possession of a firearm, and for violating his probation from a prior assault with a deadly weapon charge, officers recovered a 45 caliber pistol at the scene. The officer who opened fire in that incident, a 12-year department member, was similarly placed on paid administrative leave and an officer-involved shooting investigation was initiated. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals visit nationalpolice.org.